This episode is brought to you by Select International Tours. I am proud to be a group leader along with our spiritual director, Brother John Michael Paul. Father is the pro-provincial of the Americas for the community of St. John. And for over four years, we have worked together, putting together transformative experiences to the Holy Land and Italy, sacred travel, is an opportunity to be immersed in the geography, the faith, the history, cuisine, and heritage of a people in a way unlike any other. It stays with you for a lifetime. Select International Tours and Cruises is considered one of the premier Catholic travel companies in business for over 35 years. And in these times, choosing a well-respected company is important. Now more than ever, consider joining us on pilgrimage. Find out more by visiting Select International internationaltours.com slash BTS. That's selectinternationaltours.com slash BTS. St. Gabriel Media presents The Brooke Taylor Show. Encounter, adventure, evangelize. And now your host, Brooke Taylor. Hello and welcome to the podcast. So today we're taking the show on the road, going to go for a little trip to beautiful South Carolina to cover the burgeoning Catholic community there. This is a little bit of a different kind of show today, and it's kind of snack size in length. This isn't a very long show. Last week's show was a little bit longer, so this week is more of a mini episode, more of just a human interest piece, really. Very anecdotal, but in my little corner of the web, I've noticed that more and more people seem like they are relocating. This is not unusual for any time, really. People move all the time for jobs or to be closer to family, various reasons, or for retirement. But since the pandemic, could there be other factors at play too? It appears so. Millions of Americans moved during the pandemic and most aren't looking back. That is the title of a story from NBC. The subtitle, The Faces of America's Cities and Neighborhoods Have Been Forever Altered by the Pandemic. And it's an interesting story that looks at the reasons why, most of which you could imagine. If you have money to move, people are finding that they could get more property, more land in desirable areas. And so they were moving or downsizing. But finding specific data about Catholic communities is harder to come by. And I feel like that's what I'm hearing about in my own circles. Some of the places that I've been hearing that people are moving to include... Oklahoma as a destination, Ave Maria, Florida, Greenville, South Carolina, and more. So on today's show, I wanted to take you into a quick trip that my husband Jim and I took to the Palmetto State to explore this phenomenon and the particular community in Greenville, South Carolina. So Jim and I went for a weekend and we visited realtor Chris Ortiz, who is a Catholic husband to Christina, father of six, and also a member of the Fraternus Catholic Apostolate. So Chris has closed on 20 houses so far this year, almost all of them Catholic families relocating from out of state. And so we're going to go into why he thinks that is. It was also really special too, because during our visit, we participated in a fireside family rosary and dinner on the property of Troy and Kathleen Billings. And they were really who planted the seed for Jim and I to go there when I had a chance to meet with them over the summer. So it was really special for us and to see. And if you find 
follow Kathleen Billings on social media, she'll post usually every month. They host families for an outdoor time of fellowship, food, in our case, a rosary under the moonlight with the bonfire and the smoke rising like incense. It was so beautiful on this gorgeous property they have there. And we are blessed where we live in Ohio to have a really wonderful Catholic community. But things have been tough since the pandemic. And this was the first time we've gotten together like that, probably since before COVID with other families and a large group, probably 100 there. And usually it's twice that there was a retreat going on the same night that they happened to have the rosary. But to further explain what's going on in that little pocket of the country, I want to highlight a piece in the National Catholic Register. This article specifically focuses on transplants to South Carolina and the revival happening there. The article reads, quote, it's sometimes tough to be Catholic in America. In California, Governor Newsom's rigorous and discriminatory limits on church attendance were only recently overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court. In Oregon, rioters overtook part of downtown Portland, shattering glass doors at the entrance to St. Andre Bessette Catholic Church in the city's old town. In Minnesota, violent protests, looting, and violence have made the cities unsafe for their inhabitants. And more than that, in many areas today, it is difficult for Catholic mothers and fathers to raise their children without government interference in a community where people share their faith and values. In response to the challenges posed by the secular culture, some parents have doubled down, choosing to enroll their children in religious schools or to homeschool. Increasingly, however, Catholic parents are reconsidering their options, even moving their families across the country in search of a community where faith is respected and nurtured. Those families may come together in an intentional community, such as the Catholic community in Ave Maria, Florida, or the recently announced Veritas Splendor community in the Diocese of Tyler, Texas. Others find a parish in their hometown that is determined to preserve and strengthen faith in their parish and school. One parish, Our Lady of the Rosary in Greenville, South Carolina, has drawn Catholic families from around the area and across the country and has even coined a word to describe what's happening there. Relocatio, the created term, describes the phenomenon of Catholic families relocated for reasons of faith and culture. As of April 2021, 14 new families have moved to Greenville to attend OLR from 11 states, California, Oregon, Washington, Minnesota, Illinois, New York, New Jersey, North Carolina, and the list goes on, and more are on their way. It is easy for them to assimilate because they tend to share fundamental core values. This makes it very different from receiving a potpourri of new families coming for, say, a work-related reason, end quote. Really well-written article by Kathy Schiffer. Again, that's the National Catholic Register. So I'm not here to litigate the argument of relocating or not, or should you stay where you are, or are you being called to move? This is more for us personally, just a human interest piece prompted by these observations within my own community and the country at large. So here we go. In addition to packing my Shakespeare and scripture, I packed my recorder to bring you into some of my conversations. So why this pull to move, in some cases, across the country. Why, in this case, to Greenville, South Carolina? Here is a clip with my handy recorder on the bar stool as we sat at a kitchen island, a conversation between Jim and I and Chris and Christine Ortiz about the attraction of South Carolina. Remember, he's the realtor. You'll hear the echo of the kitchen, the different voices, but the message is clear. You'll hear Chris start off talking about how many closings he's had in 2021 so far. Here we go. I think at, at least the realtor part of me that has interacted. I've had 20 closings so far this year. My best year by far ever. More than 50% are out-of-staters. Mm-hmm. And they're all 
mostly Catholic, but some non-Catholic, moving for the same reasons, to get out of their respective state. My friend who I mentioned earlier, whose, whose friend is uh, Kathleen's roommate in Steubenville, she said, Chris, <clears throat> even if things go back to normal, even if there's a cure for, for COVID tomorrow, I now know who I live with. I live with people who are willing to tell me I'm a horrible mom because I've got my kids out on the beach and they're not masked. So she's like, I gotta get out of here. So they're from Washington State, yeah, California, Oregon. Easily. Yes. Yeah, I'll pull it all up on the... They're leaving for that reason. So then when you leave, well, you got to find a destination. And my experience has been, for the most part, people end up looking for one of two reasons, politics or religion. And what about both. family or connection, Jack? You know what? People but are not even leaving, living, like, they're, they're not moving to be with family. We have a yeah. close friends who will be there tomorrow, the Heasleys. The parents moved from Illinois. Two of their children have moved after they have them. 12. Oh, wow. So usually it's the kids that move and the grandparents fall, or the grandparents came down and the and kids all fall. All the kids are coming, right? yeah. yeah. One of them's buying a condo so she can be part-time here. Right. And the other one's like, well, I just bought in Hawaii, but she's visiting a lot, you know. It's so just very normal. Yeah. They landed in, with a group of people that we're doing our best to keep things normal for our mm -hmm. children. We don't have to bother with school mandates of any kind because right. most of us homeschool. Yeah. And the ones who don't go to OLR and Tommy, the headmaster's like, the homeschoolers aren't wearing their masks. OLR's yeah. Our Lady of, of the, the Rosary. Rosary. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, oh, and that's Father Dwight's. Yes. Okay, okay. Okay, and then comes the philosophizing. Why are so many people making this change? We can deduce pretty clearly, especially those who are practicing Catholics, why that is. And that article in the National Catholic Register does a fantastic job of laying it out. And one of the best things that I read over the last few months about this was the idea that we're all searching, of course, and our real home, our true home is heaven. But it seems like we're looking for something. And maybe it's not a certain place we're looking for. Maybe it's a certain time, a time in our country where they were Christian small towns, where baseball teams and coaches openly prayed on the field where faith was encouraged. But here are Chris and Christine sharing their thoughts on how they've seen their city grow and why that is. It's well, great. A, it's, it comes this down to choices. This is the interesting how thing. How do you is, want to make your life you've, look you've got, and do it? You've got people who are waiting for organizations to change their lives, and you've got people mm -hmm. who are, letting, are, are changing their lives. Mm -hmm. So for Turnus, going back to that, you have an entity now that is not waiting. And the, the crisis in masculinity, they're making the change themselves. And yeah. look, you guys can either come along or you can be trampled over because we're coming. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the time. When we, when we look for a time, what we're looking for, I think more than anything, is a culture. Yeah. Right? A culture where everything is properly ordered, where nobody's perfect. Right. It's still flawed. But, but there, you're striving there is, for there that is, There's an understanding that unity, yeah. exact yeah. thought, idea, yeah. design, yeah. and pursuit. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. There are corn tortillas. Oh, there's there. corn tortillas in there from La Unica, the hot batch. Okay, ending on a note about fresh tortillas there, by the way, which were so fantastic. Talk about magnanimous hospitality on all fronts. It was such a wonderful, wonderful evening. And the funny thing is we had never met each other before, so I felt like it was Catholic family, blind date. They hadn't met us. We hadn't met them, but it was so much fun. Really, truly, that 
Southern hospitality. Another place we visited was the home of Troy and Kathleen Billings and their family. So they're one of those families who moved into the area that Chris was referring to. They relocated from Chicago, Illinois, around that area. And they were telling us that this was a major decision for the family. Uh, Not all of the kids were immediately on board with. It took some adjustment and one that brought them into an entirely new level of trust. And isn't that always the way? It's one thing to talk about these big moves, but it's an entirely different thing to take that leap. Here's Troy explaining. That really this past year has been really one of the best in our marriage, in our family. Well, a lot of people, and I don't know if you experience this, is that seasonal depression. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, because it's just... But really, the best time of year in Greenville is actually starting now yeah. because the fall is breathtaking. Yeah. And the temperatures are moderate. You know, the humidity is low. When we were leaving Fort Bragg, he was getting out of the Army, and I got a job in Green Bay, so I was going to be doing a morning show. But I remember we got a coat in uh, Fayetteville, and it looked like something you would wear in Mount Everest for Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he had never been north of the Mason-Dixon in his life. So it shows you like what a shock. It's the book of Ruth where you go, I will go and your people will be my people. But so I really appreciate that you said it's been good for your marriage. It's been fantastic. So do you think it's because your heart feels at home here and you've been able to just have like an overall better quality of life? Yeah, I would say two things. So I think of the sound of music, you know, and the hills are alive, (laughs) the sound of music. And and, and we're in the foothills of the, the Blue Ridge. So that's part of it. Also, the scenery, I yeah, think the scenery. It's so beautiful. We're, we're, we're both you feel out- like you're on vacation every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. And we're both outdoors people, and we love gardening and viticulture and all that. And here you can do, so- we actually have three growing seasons. And then I think, as your wife, I've just yeah. seen, he is so much, I-, I love it too, but I could have stayed in the north longer, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I-, I love it here, and I'm really happy we moved here, but his heart has always longed to come south. Like, he hates like I shared with you earlier the north and he's so the weather the weather yeah Yeah, we had good community let me clarify we had a lot of great connections so I hear you I mean like we came from a parish that was so dynamic and educated. I mean, we are constantly meeting people who <laughs> like own well, they're from all over. This, this is definitely it's, a transplant yeah, area yeah you do not meet a lot of local people like almost everyone we meet has chosen to come here <laughs> we made the decision to move like two months into COVID um, like officially like but but COVID is kind of what prompted isn't that something with yes. what has happened in Illinois and oh how gosh, restrictive yes. it is and yes. you had no way of and here I'm oh sure it's gosh, much more free oh, it's so especially because you're homeschooling and yes. yeah. well, even when we started having these gatherings I mean we started having them last summer like our September of last year I think was our first one and we had like you know probably 80 90 people at the yeah. first one which was a lot of people for yeah. that time period sure. you know it's not only great catholic community but it is a really christian area brooke like it is you go to aldi's and they're like god bless you and you're like what'd you say and like, fast, fast aldi's, food, you know? their fast food restaurants and on the bottom of their cups are uh, spiritual verses from the bible you know oh, i mean, I mean it's, it's a very christian area So that's Greenville. And thank you again to Chris and Christina Ortiz and Kathleen and Troy Billings there. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to pack right up. But it's hard, though, because I love where we live. And it was just interesting to drop in and just be a part of that community for a weekend. But I also wanted to reach out to others I know who have moved to different places and talk about their experiences, too. So I reached out to someone who wishes to remain anonymous, but she and her husband recently built a house and moved to Ave Maria 
of Florida, and she says this. She said the reason why we moved was to find an Orthodox Catholic classical elementary school for my 10-year-old boy and somewhere safe and faith community. This is during the height of the pandemic. But now I'm homeschooling again, and my husband is a former professor of philosophy and theology. He loved the idea of being close to Ave Maria University. And of course, for me, the added bonus is that it's Florida and it's close to the beach. And there's so many other factors here. It sounds like they had some flexibility to move. The same thing with the billings. Not everybody does. But increasingly, with more people working from home, it seems like that door has opened. That's a possibility. And her family's not alone. According to data at move.org, nearly 1,000 people moved to Florida every day. In 2020, Florida was the most moved to state in the country, followed by Texas, Colorado, and North Carolina, also high on the list. And then I also messaged Amy. Amy's family lived near Buffalo, New York for many years. She has a house full, very involved in parish life. And with multiple kids, there's a lot of puzzle pieces and moving parts. They recently moved to Alabama. She says this, My husband Ricky and I had been praying and waiting for God to show us where he wanted us. Two years ago, in May of 2019, my sister married her husband and they own over 200 acres. And Ricky and I went down to visit them. Two years ago this week, we both fell in love with the area and we knew immediately this is where God wanted us. We found a very small Catholic community in Tennessee. It's a 45-minute drive to Mass, but we knew it was time to be somewhere that we could farm, where we could raise animals and raise our kids to see what the simple life was like. We had lived in big cities for 25 years and away from family, and God opened this door wide and we knew that it was time. It's not easy. Sometimes I truly believe God is stripping me of all my material desires because I struggle some days, but the ultimate reward has been so good. God is so good. And once Ricky retires in December, we will work together and hopefully build our house. And again, that is from Amy. So what about you? What is your experience? Would you relocate possibly across the country for the reasons that were shared here? Does hearing this make you so content and grateful where you are to move or not to move? And all the complexities that go into that question has been a common discussion in our home for several years. So the purpose of the visit was not just for investigative purposes, but personal curiosity as well. Is there anything that would pull you away from the place you currently live. And as I hear from different people, I am really inspired. I'm inspired by the Billings. I'm inspired by Amy and her story, how courageous and faithful people are. One of the things that I've learned is when you begin to flex that muscle of trust, of stepping out, of trusting God with something far bigger than you and knowing that you have very little control and realizing he's got you, then it becomes easier the next time. And like working that muscle of trust, Jesus, I trust in you. For us, the biggest thing that I can say in our lives to compare that to would be our adoption, beginning a journey that we had no idea what we were doing, where we were going, how we were going to come up with the funds, where God would lead us. But with our knees shaking, knowing without a doubt this was a call on our lives. The Holy Spirit in His goodness gave us that clarity at least. If nothing else, at least we knew that. And there is a great freedom in that as well. And that also doesn't mean that things are going to be happily ever after. It doesn't mean that when God calls you forth and He blesses the work that it's just going to be a path of roses. More times than not, it's going to mimic His own. Jesus Christ Himself tells us that we must pick up our cross and follow Him. But in there comes resurrection and new life. 
So would love to hear from you. Show at gmail.com. That's an easy way to send me a message or, or shoot me a message. You can also DM me on Instagram, Facebook. I'd love to know your thoughts about this. Way back to episodes, I think 90 or 91, back in 2018, this was a topic. And based on the feedback then, several years ago, and with a very different world climate, it was very evident that this topic struck a chord. I received well over 100 emails and messages at the time. And as we begin, at least here in the Midwest, to see the seasons change, the natural world always reminds us that God is doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. That's the book of Isaiah 43, 19. And going back to Jesus, I trust in you. Our prayer, our refrain, our peace. God bless you, friends. Until next time, peace and love.